All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Sports Card Weekly. I'm Steven. I'm here with Samson and Alec. Hello. First off, Yo. did Tom Brady cement his GOAT status this weekend? I think if he wins another ship, like especially against like a high-quality quarterback like Mahomes, like so even, he's, he's forever goaded as the best quarterback of all time and the best playoff, well, best playoff quarterback of all time and best quarterback. But if he does this to Mahomes, like it, he will forever be enshrined, like for years to come. Like this is going to be the craziest Super Bowl for probably like the next 20, 25 years. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. This, he's not the GOAT. System QB who has good players who surround him. Three <laughs> dub. Three interceptions. You love to I hear it. He, I still think he's the GOAT because of what he's accomplished. But, like, when I when I look at him just as, like, an athlete or even as just someone who played football, like, he's just not the kind of quarterback I'd want to have. But I respect his leadership, and I respect he has done great things. He hasn't choked shit. Like, he is one of the GOATs for sure. I don't think him winning this or losing this matters at all. I think I don't him think so either. He's pretty impressive. I mean, I'll say Tampa Bay, I think, does have a good team around them. Like, they for sure do. Uh, but still, impressive. I mean, they had some they had a few additions, but, like, they didn't do it with Jameis, you know? Like, I don't know. So, it's yeah. like, obviously, there is some kind of impact of having a player like him on the field for other players. Like, maybe it's not necessarily his performance all the time, it, as much as it's him being a good leader and pushing the people on the field to do better. I mean, this this season to me was just like, it just showed like the culmination of him as a player, like the effect he has, like you said, because he went to a seven and nine team. Like, yeah, they have these weapons and Godwin, Evans, like yeah, a shell of Gronk, like a shell of what he used to be. Uh, they got A.B., but again, they went seven and nine last year. Literally the same team, maybe a few additions. Right. But he's I don't know. Like you said, he just brings that like title town mentality, like to Tampa Bay. Like the lightning won the cup. The Rays were in the World Series. Like there's just something about it. And I don't know. He definitely no training camp. He had to learn Bruce Arian's system with no training camp on the fly with these guys that he had never played before. Like to me, what he's doing is just so, like, we're never going to see this again. 19 starting seasons in the NFL, 10 Super Bowls, some 10 Super Bowl appearances. Like, he's the GOAT. It's Do you think – this is something I wanted to ask you. Do you think Belichick is, like, a little salty after his comments at the beginning of the season saying, like, yeah, whatever, you know? He was kind of just trying to play it off, but at the same time, I don't think he was necessarily being rude or anything or throwing shade at him. I think he's just being the coach he always is, just, like – you know, focused on winning, focused on what's going on right now, not like hypotheticals. I but, think he has to be like, yeah, right? Like a little, he, always, a little bit. he treats every player the same. That's fine. Unless you have the, the best player of all time on your team. Like you pay that man, whatever he wants. Like, come on. Like, Oh, <laughs> as a Patriots yeah. fan, like it gets my blood boiling to just see. Not, I don't know. I'm not mad, but it's cool to see him do it. It's just yeah. like it kind of hurts, pulls on my heartstrings a little bit to see him do it with the books. Right, right. That's true. Hmm. How do you, and then, I mean, how do you think like Bucks fans feel? They're probably like, hell yeah, you know? Like, oh yeah. After they didn't have any beef against Brady, really. You know, like, not really. Yeah. Wow. You know, for what reason, I guess. But 
I mean, they're probably fucking pumped. I bet they're. <laughs> dude, they're From going to seven and nine to a Super they're Bowl. Going to the Super Bowl, like they only I had was... one other conference championship appearance, and that's when they won the Super Bowl. Oh, but really? that was in like two thousand with Brian Johnson when they won. That was a freak year. I don't know how they won. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I was like two years old. I don't remember it, but <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely brought that culture down there. I think he's undisputed goat. Like, put all the system quarterback talk to rest because what is the system? You can't just like instill a system like instantly. I know, but I will say I think that at least Bruce Arians like respects Brady and probably like. I don't know if making things easy on him is the right kind of phrase for it, but I think like the respect for his game and probably understanding how he plays, like he probably did adjust some things for him to make it easier, but I get what you say. I get what you're saying. Like, you know, like you said, even what system, like what QB could still do it. And you could always like hypothetically say a million names, but like he really did it, you know, like he really has been at the championship so many times it's crazy mm -hmm. it's not just a coincidence it doesn't matter who who he has around him like our best receivers are Wes Welker Edelman who didn't do anything this year without Brady remember Dion Branch Dion Branch see he went to the Seahawks yeah yeah I liked him he's cool he was a beast but again like a nobody like no production outside of New England yeah. like you put Randy Moss on the Patriots sets the record for most uh, passing touchdowns in the season. Brady did. So, I mean, he just does it consistently. All right, I could talk about Brady forever. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, – well, should we talk about Mahomes too? I feel like we should talk about Mahomes. Yeah, sure. Goat. He's the baby goat. He is. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, what Yeah, he's good, talking. man. I, you know, when we were talking about who we thought would be in the Super Bowl before, I think – I think I said Rodgers and Mahomes. So seeing Brady Mahomes, super cool. I like it. I like the matchup. Mahomes, I mean, he has to play Brady. That's tough, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think that, I mean, he showed that he can play well under pressure. Like, he, and then just like Brady, he has all these skill guys around him who are very capable. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. That offense is just explosive, like we saw in the championship game again. Like in, uh, like last year against the Texans, they can get down big and still just like come back. Like yeah. it was 21 0 and then 9 0, and they just came back like instantly because that offense is just so explosive. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. Their defense can give up 30, 40 points and they could still match. I feel yeah. like it's going to be a great matchup. Definitely. Definitely bet the over. That's yep. Alex territory. Would you bet the over, Alec? Uh, honestly, I don't. I don't dabble in football or college basketball anymore. I kind of stick to pro basketball. But honestly, I would take the over. Just there's a lot of points to be scored. Two like highly offensive teams. Yeah, I'd definitely take the over. Um, I don't know about the line. I don't know about the spread, but. Uh, like I said, Chiefs are favored by sport. three and a half, I think, or three. Which is not a lot of points, bro. If you're gonna take anyone, take the Bucks plus or take the Bucks on the money. Like you're just getting money if he wins. Like 
and he can do it. You see Brady play like he's the best quarterback, best playoff quarterback of all time, but he's also going against someone who's high as highly doubted or like highly touted as him. Um, but yeah, the over would be a good pick, but I'm unsure like about who's gonna win necessarily because they're both. Is the yeah, they're both very good teams, very good quarterbacks, very good offensive line. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't dabble in it, but if you're going to, I'd take the over. Fifty-six and a half. That's a high. That's a really high over. And they're making it fifty-six and a half for a reason because they both score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. So, free money. Free money. I mean, you can never say free money because anything can happen. I took sure. Alabama plus nine the other day, and they and they hit. But then I took uh, Florida. I think it was minus six, and they lost by like eight. So like, I don't dabble in gambling anymore. I'm kind of done with that. I just work in the in the field. I mean, everyone was thinking that the Rams Patriots is going to be like super high scoring because it was Rams offense one of the best, and then Patriots who had scored like 37 points when Brady Brady threw for 510 yards the year before in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the final was 13 to three. So you really don't ever know what's going to happen. You don't know. You That's just got to stick to cards, bro. Like, it's safer. Like, that thing I posted yep. on my story, if you would have bought, like, a $60 Poirier card, it would have been, like, 7, 8X, and you would have still had the card if you lost. But if you bet $60 Poirier money line, you would have uh, – and then he lost, you wouldn't have had the card. And you would have made less. Like, there is cards, like – there's recuperation with the cards. Like, you can take a bet on the player, even if they don't pan out. You can still – like, it reminds me, like, stocks. And, like, people put, like, the um, like the calls on, like, their their stocks, like, sell at this rate. Like, it feels like that with the cards. Like, we have that option of kind of getting out and at least making back some of our money. But right. Betting, it's like – it really is. like Yeah, betting's, betting's 50-50. You're either losing your money or you're gaining your money back or you're – or you're winning, but like in cards, like investing, like in this kind of like market, you're always gaining your money back and profiting. So it's like, it's not worth it to put $40 on a game. Then you have the option of losing where in, in this market, you don't lose. Yeah. I mean, nice. you can lose, but it's very hard. Very, yeah, very hard to lose. It's never yeah. like that though. Like you're still, like I said, you're going to get something back. Like Yeah. Yeah, even with Dwayne Haskins, like his cards have started to go up again because he got signed. Like, right. I it's thought I was just gonna lose all my money, but it's a moving market, bro. It's it's so it's like it's always engaging. Like everybody's always engaging in in this kind of like it's basically like yeah, like you said, Samson. It's like a stock. Like you're investing so much time and money into something instead of just here you go, here's sixty dollars on the game. You can actually profit from something rather than just hoping that you can gain this yeah and gain your profit back. I don't know. It's hard to tell with it with gambling. That's why I'm I, I kinda stay away from it and rather spend my money on cards where I know my profit would be valued rather than just throwing money on the game. Speaking so. of the market, like like we said with the tiger prices, we talked about that that last time. 
where they were like super inflated because of the documentary. They've right. all like came back to where they were before it aired. Do you they're think that airing, it's but... the content of the documentary? Like they're like, damn, Tiger's a bad guy. Like they like painted it in that picture though. Like he has all of these like titles, right? But they spend like most of the time talking about like what he did off the off the green. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or do you think like it's just because <laughs> yeah that's classic tiger um it's like what the do you think that it's like uh it was so much because people were anticipating the documentary and then now that it's out the hype has died because like this is you know sports cards are like a hype i mean it's a huge hype based like product you know like cards sell based off hype like zion especially like, do you think, so do you think that because it came out now, the hype has died? Or is it because of, like, what the documentary is, like, showing about him? No, I think it's, I think it's a mix of both. Because the last dance, when that came out, like, the cards were still high throughout the airing of it. And the Tiger documentary is still airing. Like, but I feel like that's totally different. Like, MJ versus Tiger. Yeah, that's like, MJ generational. And Tiger obviously playing golf, which isn't as popular as basketball. Yeah, not nearly. Yeah. But as you, if you if you ask anyone on the street and say, "Who name one golfer?" It's gonna be Tiger. True. So yeah. he's glorified in the sport, and like, if you're gonna like, if you're gonna buy into someone, it's gonna be Tiger. So like, I don't see how like his document, like his documentary, like can like shade his value of his like persona even like him like of what happened like you said i saw i only saw one episode still airing but like they instead of glorifying what he did on the course they totally took a turn and just basically just shit on him and i, I don't know if that's like gonna make his cards like devalued but like yon said like the last dance his card prices were still so high just because mj and it's a different market and like a time, but like Tiger, he's always going to be like the goat in the sport. Yeah. So I I don't, I don't see how it can be devalued just by a documentary or like a show or a film showing like his his like mishappening <laughs> mishappenings because that shit's hilarious. But still, like his card shouldn't just like drop like that dramatically. True. He's still goaded. <laughs> like MJ's goaded. Oh yeah. I think Tiger's almost at that status too. Yeah. I agree. So the biggest baseball card sale, sports card sale ever, Mickey Mantle, nineteen fifty-two tops PSA nine, sold for five point two million since the last time we recorded. Um Rob Go, he's an actor and entrepreneur, bought it. What do you guys think this means for like the industry and hobby as a whole? Did he have anything to say about it? Um does he have like a you know what I mean, like a comment or anything? The nineteen fifty two Tops Mantle is the holy grail of sports cards, Go said. As a kid ripping cards packs in the nineties. I always dreamt of owning one. I felt this mantle was highly underpriced. 
I agree. A five mil. Five point two mil. As a nine. Mm-hmm. Good God. The ten, dude. Imagine the ten would probably be like twenty million. Yeah. Like plus. I was thinking probably like fifteen. Yeah, I guess twenty. I mean, if this is going for five. Yeah, you're right. A perfect That's absurd, bro. But like you said, how many exist? Like three or four. I think there's yeah, it's like a pop three as a ten. That's dude. Who are those people? What are they doing? Are they sitting they on there? Gold mine, bro. Yeah, that's they're they're instantly just cashing out. They obviously don't need that money, so. No, it's true. I guess if they haven't sold it, <laughs> well, I mean, the card guys. You could probably, I mean, not that kind of wealth, but like, I bet a lot of the people who are in the hobby, like three years ago who have all these like highly sought after rookies that bet they're off pretty well right now too like mm -hmm. I, you know obviously not in the millions like the mickey mantle psa 10 but like you know i don't know lebron it's, tops chromes oh threes it'll be interesting to see who is going to be the next big sale like does this drive up prices for other highly sought after cards or does this only affect baseball or does this just affect Mickey Mantle? Like does I mean, this actually change like the hobby a little bit in terms of like pricing for these kind of like highly sought after cards? We've seen a jump in Kobe and MJ and LeBron, like a crazy jump. I feel like that's part of the reason why because people are like, Oh my gosh, like it's kind of like a dash, like, this other guy on here that has a podcast, a sports card podcast, he talks about these vintage cards graded high that they're kind of like um, like early buy-in options to when a company goes public because in like five to ten years, these cards are going to be worth like millions of dollars. Like they're going to be unobtainable. Like the 86 Jordan rookie, like yeah. not, not rookie, but 86 Jordan Fleer. Yeah. Um, it's going to be unobtainable. So, like, people are just seeing these prices and reacting. And I think it's – I don't think it's, like, going to go down anytime soon. That's so crazy that his rookie card, his rookie card sells less than his 86. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. absurd. That set is just iconic. Iconic, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Dominique Wilkins, like Drexler. I like it. It's a neat, nice, clean, classic look. Yeah, I like it too. The red, white, and blue, it's clean. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like you said, dude, it's like supply and demand over these years. Like, the supply is going to get lower and lower. People are going to hold on to them longer and longer. So then when they eventually do pop up for sale, like every year or so, people are going to be willing to pay so much money because they've won one of these cards for so long. Same thing with Pokemon. I don't really, like, invest my time at all in Pokemon, nor have I, but, like, Charizard first year, like, additions are going to, like, skyrocket in the next, like, five, six years. Yeah. Same with that Jordan. I think uh, Gary Gary V tweeted something about it or put on his Instagram, like, buy these two cards, and it was his 86 um, Michael Jordan. It was a PSA 9, then, like, a Charizard first edition hollow, like, PSA 10. He's like, oh, these shit, this shit is about to explode. And, like, people, like you said, supply and demand, there's going to be so few of them that, like, people are going to want them and the prices are going to be outrageous. I think it's and also, what... like, smart money in the hobby. Mm -hmm. Like, we've seen money, like, prices go down of Luca, Zion, 
jaw is kind of wavering, like staying consistent. People are shifting their profits into these safer investment cards, like the Jordan, like the Kobe's. Like, I feel like people are getting smarter and they're seeing the market trends. Because also, like, baseball is peaking right now because people are already thinking ahead. And seasons are about to start. They're buying Trouts, they're buying the Acunas, they're buying the Tatises because they see their true potential already. Acuna is mm-hmm. 22 years old, 21 years old, and he's already the face of the league. So, like, investing in a guy like Tatis, especially, like, his price is so low, like, get him now rather than later because he's just about to explode. Same with Trout. Like five six years from now, you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh shit, I should have invested in these guys when they're two three years into the league, instead of them being ten x in five years. So. Dude, I wish I would have been in the cards like five even five years ago, four years ago, and I was brought like every earlier Brady like, and just sat on it. <laughs> I would have been rich. Yeah, we we would be rich as shit right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to talk about Jalen Brown. Go ahead. Wait, what'd you say? I said, I wonder when we'll ever get ours back. I can four <laughs> stories, and I Who keep knows? thinking that it's going to be, like, July now. No, I don't think – because we sent November. They're saying four to five months consistently. Okay, so probably well, May. Yeah. Like, probably. May, like, June. May. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I, we might see, like, changes, too, coming up. Because what order? That was like our first November order. Did I send anything? A lot of football. No. No. No, I sent one right after. Yeah. We sent another in December. Yeah. We sent two at the end of November, one in December. Oh, yeah. One just right now. Two or three in December, maybe. So we've sent. Well, okay. Cool. Cool. I don't know, bro. I've lost track of how many fucking cards I've sent to them. I'm going to wait to get. I don't actually I don't know. I have like I have like ten more. I guess. If you guys want to send anything in. Sorry, I shouldn't uh talk about this Better right be now. Sorry, buddy. But, uh, yeah, if you guys have it. <laughs> I'll probably send another order, like I bought another Cunha auto. Nice. Um what else? I'm still trying to sell this freaking Ben Baller. I'm just trying to get rid of it at this point for five hundred. How much did you buy it for? Again? 500 just trying to get your money back yeah because get out of it you just want to use the money towards something else because mm-hmm. it's yeah. not gradable so might as well uh, okay. but with the with the backup times right now i'm just sending express and standard except for like hoops and like second year prism because i'm not trying to wait five months how much is it again for express Standard Express is sixty-five. Standard is twenty-five. Okay. Express is technically five day, but it takes a month. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. And then they have walkthrough, which is like one day, and it's five hundred a card. <laughs> it really takes a week. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude, that's actually crazy. No, thank you. Unless I'm sending in like. Tops update, Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend $500. I'll just wait the four, five, six, seven, eight months. Samson, you sent me that tweet about the BGS9. Dude, it's That's crazy. That's a play, bro. That's a play. I've been buying um, 
this meeting will end. In, we only have 10 minutes left before this is ending. But that's a play. I've been buying BGS9s and planning to I crack them out. I cracked out that piece. I'm going to crack out a Luis Robert refractor and send them to PSA standard. Because BGS9 is the same price as raw. Sometimes you can get them less. Like I got an Acuna Bowman Chrome rookie for less than raw as a nine. And it looks perfect to me. And I'm going to send it to PSA. So I, I saw people in the comments talking about, they're like, this is why I don't grade. And usually I would be like, you should just try to grade. Just grade yourself, you know, make mistakes, figure it out, you'll learn. Or use groups like we do who even like, I know some, some of the places, if you pay a little bit extra, they'll even look over the card for you and tell you, give you an idea of like what kind of grade you'll get. So like, this is something to just kind of dive into and just, you know, you'll learn from it. But like, I think we need to do something like that. And why people are a little hesitant. Cause like that does show that's like seriously so inconsistent. It gets a nine one time, sends it back to the same grading company and he gets a 10. Like that's, I don't know, that sucks. It's something about BGS too, because for whatever reason, like they give not a lot of nines and nine fives. So that's, that's like a roll, a roll of the dice I'd be willing to take, so to speak, like re-roll, like in Mutt, when you like re-roll your packs. Yeah. That's literally all you're doing because yeah. it could get a 10. And like the cards I was targeting, like the Luis Robert refractors, there's like 400 graded and like 320 or 330 are 10s. Mm. So it's a pretty safe bet that it's going to be a 10. And even if it's a 9, I make money. So, yeah. That's a move. All that, it's all that matters is profit. It's all that matters, bro. All that matters. <laughs> you're making profit regardless. True. It doesn't matter how much, you're still making a profit. So why not just send everything that you have, like not everything, but most of the shit you have in, just saying, oh, not I'm going to make my money. You could lose money. Not like, everything. I'm not saying like dimmed corners are like surface damage, but I'm saying like, I'll send all my tops chrome in because they hardly have yeah. any issues. Only thing they have issues is like on the surface. So I'll send all those and doesn't matter. Or like, we carefully look at our shit so we know what we're doing, but why not just send the most that you can in at one time. Speaking of Chrome, like we were talking about earlier with the market getting kind of smarter, do you think that it's uh, like kind of basketball investors? Because um, Chrome rookies in baseball have been outperforming paper. Like they've caught up and surpassed paper products. Do you think that's kind of the basketball crowd getting into baseball? Like because Prism – and optic are kind of the go-to in basketball. Hmm. I didn't really think about it like that, but I could definitely see that. Yeah. I mean, I I like the Chrome products myself better, but yeah, like you said, like paper was the king for so long. But yeah, I mean, I, I bet the football market probably is influencing it, especially like I see people starting to compare the hobby now to like the things like uh, sneakerheads and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the, all these different people are starting to join this market and it's, yeah, I could see it impacting it. I mean, what kind of uh, products are you holding on to right now? Like for baseball? I honestly love Chrome too. 
my throat's hella dry. Tell you why. <laughs> but I I like Chrome, just like the look of it. The grade's better. Like I'm holding and buying Chrome over paper any day. So oh yeah. It, it holds its value longer, like less likely to get chipped, corners dinged. All tops, all every single top paper that I bought always has a dinged corner. Mm-hmm. Or like the centering's always off. Like I've never like sent in like a base chrome or a base tops paper. It's always been chrome because I've always had issues. So the safer bet would be chrome, honestly. Sure. All right, what else do you guys want to talk about? We have five minutes left on this before it. This. I think we're straight. Jalen Brown. I want to talk about him. Mm. He sure. set the record for most points in under 20 minutes in the shot clock era last night. Tonight, he scored, let's see, 25, 26 points in the Celtics win. I think he's better than Tatum. Really? Bold prediction. Oh. I think he is right now. Right now? Well, right now, he has an extra year of development. I mean, Tatum's a year younger. I think give Tatum the extra year, he's going to be scary. But right now, Jalen's taking the extra step. He's only 23 to Mm-hmm. 24. And he's more efficient. Right now, yeah. He's shooting um, 53%, 43 from three. That's crazy. An average he's a more, he's a more of a get-to-the-basket kind of guy. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a stat where he's like second or third in the league in – Shots attempted in the paint as a guard. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's insane. Like behind Jokic, I think, and someone else. Jokic's just a freaking nature, though. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. 7-2 shooting behind the arc. 7-1. He's like a Corzingis, but more like – I think he's a little bit more quirky, but he still scores a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is very, very scary. Yeah. Dude's a, dude's a big True. Big fan. Big Jokic guy. Yeah. I wish I would have bought this rookie auto I saw way before the season, like months ago, for like 70 bucks. <laughs> dude, you yes. know, even like his uh, Marvels were super cheap. His Donner's yeah. Marvels, like yeah. $10 over the offseason. Crazy. I literally, it was like, yeah, I saw them up for like 11 or 15 like, many times. I was like, oh, no, no one's going to want Jokic. He's a big exactly. man. Like, exactly. he's not going to go off. I think it's fantasy, too, fantasy basketball, because he's the number one fantasy basketball player, and his right. prices have gone up. You know that. 